We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys, uh oh, Vince. Do it, do it. Are you ready for rapid fire? Woo! Let's go! (laughs) Fill in the blank. A win over Ohio State would mean blank for Marcus Freeman. A win against Ohio State would mean a a program altering win for Marcus Freeman. I know what he did last year against Clemson. That's fine, but it's time to do it against Ohio State. It's time to do it at home. It's time to do it against a team that is, you know, it has the the reputation and the history of someone like Ohio State. So I think this is something that is literally a program-altering type of win because it can propel you to a national championship. It can propel you to land, steal some of those recruits from Ohio State. Like there's so many implications on this game for Marcus Freeman. There's really not a better answer than what Jesse just said, but it would it would mean, you know, it, it would mean that this is the biggest win at Notre Dame Stadium in the last two decades. Years. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it would be it would be bigger than any other regular season win. The I think because of the implications that Jesse just talked about recruiting the, you know, the Midwest, the fact that you had what, what year were you born, Jesse? Ninety six. They haven't won since Jesse's been alive. They haven't yeah. beaten Ohio State in that amount of time. So well, they haven't beaten Ohio State since you and I have been alive either. <laughs> that was 95. 19, 1936. They lost in both 95 and 96. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I thought they won in 95. <laughs> That's my fault then. No. Okay. So there you go. Like, this this is the biggest win for Notre Dame in the regular season since I can remember if they win this game. So it'd be a hats off to Marcus Freeman if he can make that happen because the last guy was here for over a decade. He couldn't do it. And Name the coaches behind him that couldn't do it. So it would be huge. It would be massive. And, and, and the guy before him made every excuse for why it couldn't happen. Well, and Marcus Freeman has too. taken all of those excuses and said, those aren't excuses, and I'm going to shove them down your throat. It's the start of the true ascension, I think. Yes. You know, I think we kind of thought maybe beating Clemson last year was it. But for all the reasons that you talked about, like this is right now – Ohio State is the program of the Midwest for yes. at least the last 15, and that's the key. maybe even 20 years. Yeah, that, and, that's the key. Know, Michigan's coming on or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, since they've, you know, whatever. But Ohio State is still it for the way they recruit yes. year in and year out and the way they've won year in and year out. And for all the reasons that Jesse said, 
to get a win against that program in your building and for all the other implications that come with it. Recruiting is already in a good place. I think it's the tipping point, and we are going to see the the start of the true ascension. And for any people who aren't won over, like Notre Dame people who aren't won over on Marcus Freeman at this point, he wins this game. Again, I think that that it's like you, a, yeah, you, you've, you've got yourself the crowd. There, there won't be a lot of room on the bandwagon at that point. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it, it, it would be, like Jesse said, program changing. It just would be. You know, because rarely does Notre Dame go up against Ohio State. I mean, uh, up against a Clemson or an Alabama. They do, right, for the higher upper echelon. But, man, they go toe-to-toe with Ohio State with almost every guy that they go after on the recruiting trail, man. And to be able to have this win in their back pocket would be massive. be massive. Fill in the blank. Notre Dame-Ohio State is Notre Dame's biggest game since blank. 2005 USC. I mean, that's well. Okay, let me take it back. Let's go home game because we did this okay. differently the other we day. Did. Biggest home we did. Game and that's since... why I was going to take it back. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Bit Just since throw out all those playoff games. That, like, right. let's go home game. Yeah. Because those are, and even honestly, you could even just say regular season game. I still yeah. think this is the biggest one since 2005. USC. Hmm. I wait a couple games in here. Uh, the opening game against Michigan, but that's again, it's the opening game, so it doesn't have as many implications. Um, and, and that Michigan team. Well, you can argue that the opening game does have implications because you lose right. right away, then you're behind the eight ball right away. Right. And I don't see last year, you know, the Clemson games of the last few years as, as being up there. So I just think in terms of both teams having a lot of, you know, implications. Like, this game is going to drastically change one of these teams' seasons, I believe. And the, and and just how good both of these teams are. You know, two top ten teams at home for Notre Dame. Um, and, again, just the excitement that's around the team that hasn't been around. And, I, you know, I since I can remember, I would have to say the, the Bush push game as well. 2005 against USC at home. Um, and Notre Dame, again, was a slight underdog, but knew that they were it was going to be a dogfight, right? Like that was it was going to be a dogfight of a game. And again, two really talented teams. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to agree. I, the 2005 USC game. When you talk about the hype and the hoopla, I've got to go back to that 2005 game. Because like Stanford 2012, that was a home game. You know, the goal line stand and all that. That was a big that one. Was, that, I mean, it, it was a big one. And that was one, one of the games that game day was here but again it was Stanford it didn't have the hype yeah it didn't didn't quite have the same you know and again if we're going home games it's one of those two and it it probably is USC just because it was USC and they're the defending champs and all that stuff and you know the bush just the whole thing right Uh, you know just regular season period again I think you kind of go back to that Oklahoma game that we were talking about especially because they won and that's the thing too when the, you know, like you're you're mentioning USC, and the, again, hype, they lost. Hoopla, it came right down to the wire. All that they did lose. That's one of that's like the the outlier, like the one percent that you still you know go back and like, man, that was a hell of a game, even though they lost. It's it's typically the games that you win that you say for sure, you know, were were important down the line. The ones that they lose, you disregard, and it's like, oh, they lost. Move on. So I'd, I'd have to say. Just boil it down. 
2005 push push game you know if they can win this game right if they win this game saturday night i i think this vaults to the very top of the list for regular season games it it it, it would be right behind playoff and national championship participation because they didn't win those games mm-hmm. but it would be it would be the absolute top of the list in my lifetime well no i shouldn't say that because i think the 93 florida state game that that's then that's the next speed say, bump. 93 next florida speed state bump. 88 miami yeah. you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. those two right, games right, right. right and then you know there were some some michigan games in there as well like when they were sure. playing michigan every year and that's you know like i still remember that when they're when they were starting off the season every year against Michigan and again it's like your season was going to be defined by what you did in those Michigan games because typically both of them were top 10 type programs I feel in. like if they can win this game though Sean and the and depending in the on the manner in which they do it people are going to be talking about this game like they did the 93 Florida State game I do well I especially do. if it comes down to the wire like right. those games right because yeah. that that's part of it, right? I mean, there was yeah. the hoopla surrounding the game going into it because a game day was there for the first time and, you know, all of that. And, and that's all accurate. But if they can win this game, the 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 extra implications for Because, look, Notre Dame wasn't really competing against Florida State for guys. You know what I mean? Now, they do. But, like, Ohio State's just different, man. I mean, just because of the proximity and, and all of that. So, right. this, this would be massive. It would be massive. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The game Notre Dame fans have been waiting for all season is here as the Fighting Irish get ready to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if you're still looking for tickets to this titanic battle, game time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. 
Create an account and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Scale of one to 10, how much more confident are you in Notre Dame for this game in comparison to last year's game in Columbus? I'm a solid eight out of 10 more confident in this game last year. I think it's a better defense. It's a better running game. Uh, it's a second year defensive coordinator. It's a second year head coach. You add one of the best college football quarterbacks, you know, all time in that mix and his experience. That's just like confidence, boost, confidence, boost, confidence, boost, confidence, boost. Like I feel great about those things. And the cherry on top is that it's at home. It's a night game and it's going to be, it's going to be an environment in there. So I'm, I am an eight out of 10 more confident this season. I'm like a nine out of 10 more confident than I was last season. So like my, I don't remember what I predicted last year. An Ohio state loss, but (laughs) I probably did. But like, I went into that game thinking, okay, you know, Notre Dame's got some talent. I think they can surprise some people. You know, I think they can do some things here, but at the end of the day, I, I thought Notre Dame was going to lose. I was so mad when that game was over the way Notre Dame lost that game, because I felt like, they had control and they should have won. And I think I was even more upset because going into it, I didn't think that was going to be the case. You know what I mean? Like I thought they would compete. I thought they would play, you know, well, and they didn't play really well, but Ohio State didn't play well either. And a lot of that had to do with the way Notre Dame played against them. Right. And I was just so mad that Notre Dame let that slip through their fingers. Like that's why I got so upset at the end of that game. Not because Notre Dame, played or well or didn't play well or whatever it's like they let this one slip away a game that they probably shouldn't have won in the first place yeah I'm at a nine as well because I know I didn't pick Notre Dame to win last year I thought that the you know probably the best that they were hoping for was to do what they did and that's play close and I mean just even the comments that Marcus Freeman made this week he was saying the same thing with the first time starting quarterback they were trying to control the clock as much as possible you know, kind of playing not to lose a little bit rather than necessarily playing to win. They they got it into the fourth quarter. It was a game going into the fourth quarter, but obviously the offense couldn't do enough to help them out. Now you've got a you've got much more complimentary football. And again, it comes down to the difference in the quarterback, the whole difference in the quarterback situation. You had the number two overall draft pick playing for Ohio State last year. And a first-time starter, Tyler Buckner for Notre Dame. You know, look at the whole situation in Alabama that he's in right now. And now you've got Sam Hartman versus a guy making his fifth career start. So I'm just – I'm a ton more confident. And at, at, at a very minimum, I think it's going to be a great game Saturday yeah. night. Yes. Hoping, actually. That's the minimum. I, yeah. I do think Notre <clears throat> Dame has a really good chance to win this game. Do you buy or sell these two teams playing more often? This is this is an interesting concept because I is this game bigger because they don't play very often? You know what I mean? Like, would this game have the hype around it if they played every other year or whatever? I don't know that it would. Maybe it would because Notre Dame would have had more chances at beating them, and if they still hadn't beaten them, then maybe that you know adds to the drama or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I would be good with a home and away like every four or five years, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to play them every year. I think that would get stale. But I think every four or five years, like, so every kid really gets an opportunity to play 
Ohio State at some point in their Notre Dame career, right? I, I think I would be I would be cool with that. Jess? Yeah, I would like a rotating schedule of Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Penn State, and Wisconsin. And so how you intertwine those, you know, four teams, uh, you know, throughout the schedule, I think that you can play at least one of those teams, you know, every – Every, you could do a home and home with those one of those four teams every about four years, I guess is what I would say. And I'd kind of keep rotating or cycling through those teams just because of I think those are some of the other big, you know, big known football programs within the, the region um, of Notre Dame. So I don't see it as like, a, a you know, something that needs to be every year and, you know, potentially like a rivalry or anything. But I like rotating through them and, and a team like, you know, Penn State, Michigan and, and Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin, I don't know about, but they like the other two, I'd be on board with that. It's going to be really interesting because this whole new TV contract that, you know, NBC with the Big Ten and the primetime games. And I mean, just look at what's happening with the announcers for this game. It's got a lot of people happy. The fact that because of that NBC deal, you've got a different announcing crew with Noah Eagle and Todd Blackledge calling the game and I guess Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett are up at Michigan it's like Maryland Michigan State maybe or something like Ah, that they're doing enjoy that one the afternoon game so it's where they belong though lower echelon big 10 games like that's where they should be cutting their teeth not Notre Dame yeah exactly exactly but um yeah I I I agree with kind of what you guys are both saying I don't want to see it every year but a, a good rotation I think would be good but, you know, kind of my point with the NBC deal was we heard when NBC got that deal with the Big Ten and Notre Dame trying to keep its contract with NBC going forward that maybe you would see more Big Ten teams on Notre Dame's schedule. So I would not be surprised, especially, yeah. you know, it's just like <clears throat> look at the opportunity that NBC has. And again, sure. if Notre Dame is playing home and homes with these higher profile Big Ten schools, USC is going to be one of them, obviously, but if Notre sure. Dame is playing these games, NBC can televise Notre Dame both at home and on the road when they're doing these things in this primetime package. So I think it makes a lot of sense to, you know, not just Ohio State, but like Jesse said, Michigan in there and Penn State, and some of these others. And again, you're already going to have USC in part of that mix. Have you have you heard how they're going to brand this game? Is it Notre Dame football or is it the Big Ten game of the week? I'll be really curious to see yeah. what okay. that, I was just what curious. that looks like. Because you, you kind of know that stuff when I don't know it, so I didn't know if you had heard anything that's, about that. That's something I haven't, you know, it's like we've known about, you know, because there's there are some people who I've seen on our boards talking about, well, NBC must have heard the complaints about Jack Collinsworth, and that's why they're no, doing they this. No, they didn't. This has been, in, this no, has been known since the middle of summer. Yeah. Like, with their announcer schedule right. is going to no, be, didn't. I guess. You know? <laughs> no, so they didn't. It, they don't it care what the to do with that. Say. Yeah. They could care less, but they, you know, they have all these announcers now because of all these games that they're doing for the big 10. But um, no, I will be curious to see if it is still Notre Dame football on NBC. Right. Right. Exactly. Are they, or is it the big 10 game of the week? And if you're Notre Dame, how do you feel about that? I was just going to say, you know, if it, if it does end up being branded as a big 10 primetime game, so mad if they come on as the big 10 game of the week. I know. For something that doesn't even matter. Yeah. (laughs) For something that doesn't even matter, to be honest with you, it will send it will send fans in the pregame off the ledge. I know. Just off the ledge. So I'd be uh, you know, 
the uh, the boards are going to be hilarious. Let's just put it that way. Oh man. The... <laughs> so for this game Saturday night, you know Notre Dame's doing its best to keep the stadium green. It's a it's a wear green game. The team's wearing all green. We haven't even talked about that. All green uniforms, and you're going to have true. all the you know the the LED bracelets that we talked about, and fans are asked to wear green and everything. How much red though? Do you think we're going to see Saturday? I'm giving the red about a 15 to 20 percent area. Um, I, I think that it'll be. I don't think it. I don't think it'll get close to like a 25 percent, like a quarter of the stadium. I don't think you'll see a quarter of the stadium um, be red. I think it'll be more so like an eighth of the stadium uh, that you might see red. So I'm sticking with a solid 15 to 20 percent, and I have nothing to back that up. It's just a gut feeling. Well, obviously, I don't have anything to back it up either. Uh, but I'm going to go 30%. I I think that there's going to be a decent chunk. Uh, now, that also means there's 70% green, but I think there's going to be like 30% red. I think it's going to be more than I'm comfortable with. Um, but w- I was on a show with Brian, and he said he thinks it's going to be 50-50. I was like, I just don't no, see that that's not gonna be. I don't think it'll get that. I don't think yeah. it'll get that high. I don't think so either. But I think I, I'm in the 25 percentish okay. range. So that's I hope what, I'm wrong, man. Maybe I a little over I'm 17, wrong. 18, 17 to 20,000, I guess, yeah. is what I'm thinking. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think it'll be 50 50. I, I, I think that these measures that Notre Dame has yeah. gone to, I think they're going to have at least some effect. But at the same time, as I've said, like you still don't know what that secondary ticket market sure. is going to do. And it's excuse me, it's hard to turn down. You know, if someone's selling those tickets, it's hard to turn down a five thousand yeah. dollar payday. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Vince, thing, I know you would want five k. The, the thing with 5K. the red is it's is it's obviously you know so much more identifiable. Oh, it's just than, a putrid color, and most... it's just so obvious <laughs> that it's there, and it's just like Egh. yeah. I'm just not a red fan. I've never. I've really? just never been a red fan yeah i don't know why i just it explains it why you hated your days with the adams eagles <laughs> uh should have been blue <laughs> all right let's go to some game props did everybody build a three-leg same game parlay for this game <sighs> this is so hard because Carry i have zero <laughs> faith i have zero faith in like betting on anything in this game that's the problem but i did put one together let's hear it you okay. start us off, Vince. All right, I got you. So I the the over under is set at fifty five and a half. Uh, I went back Sharp and I checked. Number. I checked my score, and my score is fifty two. So I'm going to take okay. the under there. Okay, so that's that's number one. Marvin Harrison Jr. Look, you can't keep a good man down. I do think he's going to get his. I I hope that it doesn't affect the game in a super negative way for Notre Dame, but I do think he's going to get his yards. He just is, right? Because they're going to force the ball to him. So I think I 88.5 is the number that we have for receiving. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Okay. And then the last one I'm going to take is Sam Hartman and touchdown passes set at one and a half. I'm going to take the over there as well. So okay. under 55 and a half, over on the receiving yards for Marvin Harrison Jr. at 88 and a half, over one and a half touchdown passes for my boy Sammy Hartman. I like that, Vince. I have uh I, I stole one of your legs there. 
Um, so I'll start with that. I have Hartman with the two plus touchdowns. I have Audric Estime anytime touchdown, and I have Audric Estime for seventy plus yards uh, as my three leg parlay. The only one I'm worried about there is Estime. I just, I, I don't know. Is is how is Ohio State going to play this thing? Are they going to sell out for the run and just try to stuff Notre Dame, and make them throw the ball because that's what's beaten Notre Dame in the past? How much faith do they have? But again, Notre Hartman's Dame hasn't had Sam Hartman. I agree. No, I, I, so. I'm with you. But like, when you're looking at this team, when you're looking at Notre Dame, it's like pff, they're not going to be. Able I to think the in ball. this defense, the four-two-five defense run by Knowles, those two, those guys are little boys to Audrey Gestime. He is going to run those linebackers over, and is going to be Love a it. long day for Ohio State linebackers. I, I hope you're right, and I hope yeah. they, I hope they load the box personally. And let Sam Hartman do. His I think thing. it's going to be. I don't think you're poison, Matt. I don't. So, I don't think they're that foolish. I don't think that they would do that. But we'll see. I've been wrong before. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's the thing. That's why yeah. this game is so hard. The game of the uh, the parlays, right? That's I know. Why this game is so hard because you just don't know how this is going to play out. I know. Jesse, what's my parlay? I sent it to you. <laughs> my phone is charging in the other room, so I can't. I can't look at it. I know. Yeah, you sent I know me too. Hartman, I've got Hartman over the one and a half touchdowns. I know that's one of them. We all got that one. That's good. I like right. that. What else do so I have? Guess? You sent me two, and you said, I'm not excited about the first one, and then sent me the second one. And the one that you said you're not excited about had the Hartman one and a half touchdowns in it. So, well, just read them both then. I did, <laughs> I go, did two of them. I bet <laughs> two go. of them. So, what did, I, what did I bet? So, in the first one, you did Hartman over one and a half touchdowns. Sam Hartman, 250 yards, and Notre Dame to cover a plus three spread. Okay. That was your first one. I think your second one is better. Um, so do just I. Just like you indicated. Uh, Osdrick estimates 70 plus yards. Sam Hartman, 275 plus yards. So you went Ooh, over alternate. the open. I went alternate um, to get a little bit more juice on it. Yep. yep. And then you did Jaden Greathouse anytime touchdown for plus 1500 odds for that three-leg parlay wow and i didn't bet a lot on it which is but i got Uh really good odds well plus 1500 you don't have to that's the fun part so i gotta sneak this in here real quick there's a game special for sam hartman to throw a passing touchdown in the first half and the second half that is my favorite bet of the weekend and that's plus 200 good odds. to just throw a passing touchdown in the first and throw a passing touchdown but does, the second half. But does he have to do it with his left hand? Because you went both. <laughs> but that covers our over that all of us took for passing and Sam Hartman touchdowns too. It's as true. Well. It's true. That's, That's true. Good point. So, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. FanDuel also has Cal McCord over under 269 and a half yards and one and a half touchdown passes. That's a lot of yards, I feel like I'm under on his yards. I think he'll yes. get the touchdown passes. Yes, I'm under I on agree. his yards though. I'm in the same exact boat. I, I think he might yeah. back into a few touchdowns because he's got some hella receivers, but I think Notre Dame holds him under that number. I agree. And I think they need they need to if they're if they're gonna win. And yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of leads into some stuff later. I think it's a jip that 
for these individual props, Jaden Thomas is the only receiver, only Notre Dame receiver who uh, they put any game lines out for on. Yeah. Jaden Thomas has over under 51. You're cowards, FanDuel. <laughs> they are total cowards. 51 and a half. And if I'm betting, I'm probably not going to, I would not touch I it. I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> I would lean toward under just because. Sure. That just hasn't been the way. I don't understand why Jaden Thomas is the guy. Like Jesse said, it's like, I think they've lost money on Chris Tyree the last couple of weeks. So they're not probably even have. putting him on there. Because he'll have one. They don't have a grasp on any of these wide receivers. Look, he's gonna have a he's gonna have one big gainer. You watch because he does does it every game. That's him. Yep, he's gonna have one big play. And look, if you can get twelve big plays out of Chris Tyree this season, then your move to him or you know for him to wide receiver is an absolute success. Yeah, an absolute success. That's right. Especially you get one big play out of him against Ohio State. One big play against USC. Yep, you're golden. No yep. matter what happens the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, I want him to have one big one against Clemson too. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. But I think that Ohio State and USC are the two better teams, you know, than, agreed. than Clemson. I am taking Well, we get to watch that Saturday as well. Clemson, Florida State. Kind this of excited about that. This is true. Well, we'll be out tailgating, Sean. We will? Yeah. At noon? I thought the game was at 3 30. Is that a noon game? Yeah. Oh, okay. My fault. I took the Egg- under on the Jaden Thomas receiving. You took the games. under, yeah. I completely agree. <laughs> Egbuka, seventy-seven and a half receiving yards. Under. I'll take the under as well. The only the only way he gets over that is if they are just spending all their time focused on Harrison, and then someone has to get the yards. Right, right, right. That's the only yeah. way that happens. I agree. I would I would go under though <clears throat> as well. Travion Henderson, 66 and a half rushing yards. I think he gets that. So this is tough because they use two running backs, and I think it's it's a matter of who's the hot hand. Uh, and you imagine if, if, if you take the over on him, you would likely say you're going to take the over on the other guy as well. So you're saying that they're going to combine for about 130, 140 rushing yards. I don't buy that. I think that Travion Henderson hits the under at 66 and a half. Taking the over. Taking the over. I think I lean toward the over as well. He'll get some yards, but I don't think he's going to go nuts by any means. And then Estime, go ahead. ahead. I was just saying he only needs like one semi-big run to kind of make that happen. You know what I mean? And I I think Notre Dame is going to tackle better than they did last week. I I do think that that is the case. One missed tackle, and you've got a 30-yard gain. You know what I mean? It's still weird that Jack Kaiser is their leading tackler and – like his snap percentage, obviously he was out there more last week because Bertrand was out, but his his number of snaps is not very high, but he's very efficient when he's out there on the field in terms of making tackles. Right. Yep, I agree. Estimate 77 and a half is was, – was everyone leading over when we were doing the – Over, over, over. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, those are our game props. We do a game prediction, and then we're out of we here. We do. We do. Did we get the over-under? 55 oh, 55 and a half. And a half well, point I did it in my game. parlay. I That's did right. it in my parlay. 55 and a half. I've, well, we're about to give our score predictions. <laughs> I am under on that by a few points. I'm taking the under as well. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. But again, would you be overly surprised if, if the over happened? No. 
See me neither. That's why I, I can't touch this. I'm not. That's I'm not, the thing. I'm not touching most of these props, but yeah, I, <laughs> right. I can give you my input on them. Right. If I'm playing with your money, I'm taking the yeah. under. But I yeah. would not be surprised if it went over. I'm not putting my own money on that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's do our game predictions. Who's going first? Who should go? I heard you're going first this week. All right. I'll go first. I've got Notre Dame winning twenty-seven to twenty-four. Again, oh. I think I think that this game comes down to how uncomfortable that um, Notre Dame can make Cal McCord, put him in those disadvantageous passing situations, disrupt that running game, disrupt him. Um, I don't see him going nuts. I see this going in Notre Dame's favor, and in the end, it comes down to a field goal, and Notre Dame wins 27-24. to 24. I like where your head's at, Sean Styers. I have Notre Dame winning 28-24. Ooh, I know. Right. So I was like, dang, we're right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it could very well come down to a field goal. First of all, even though I have Notre Dame scoring four touchdowns and no field goals, it would not surprise me. And if that is the case, Notre Dame has the advantage in the kicking game, in my personal opinion as well. This is going to be a one possession game, guys. And I, you know, there's going to be, a, a you know, a, a, the ball's going to bounce a certain way. And I just I have this feeling that it's going to bounce Notre Dame's way. You know, whatever that that thing is that happens, I think Notre Dame benefits from it. And that's what's going to win them the game. But it's still going to be a one possession game. Is it going to be a field goal? Is it going to be a touchdown? I think it's one possession. And I think we're holding our breath the entire game. And I think one of the questions in rapid or no in uh, the mailbag on Wednesday is when are you going to feel confident Notre Dame wins this game when it's all zeros on the board in the fourth <laughs> quarter man like that's when I will exhale in relief if Notre Dame wins that game all right this is uh we all had one thing in common in these predictions I have Ohio State scoring 24 points <laughs> as well so we all have Ohio State scoring 24 points Vince had 28. You had 27. I have Notre Dame winning 30 to 24 against Man. Ohio State. That's crazy. We've all been in the in about the same ballpark with our with our scores this season. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, we all had NC State scoring 17, 17 points. And they yeah. ended up scoring 24. Right. So I hope they don't I hope Ohio State doesn't get another possession, you know, and score this time around. But Notre Dame was 30, way higher than I thought too, and all those other scores. So right. I think thirty wins the game, no matter e- either like side. A race, I think if either team race hits thirty. Yeah, either team, the team that hits thirty, uh, wins this game, and the guarantee. Yeah, I, would, I guarantee I agree with that. whoever hits thirty wins this game. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yep, I don't disagree at all. All right, well, that is going go. to do it. It should be a fun all one. All that's left to do is to do it. that's right saturday night have a good time and we will talk to you next week of course the post game show coming up after the game who's doing the post game show this week do you know vince you me brian brian Brian, the whole gang all right the three of us at least i don't know if there's gonna be any extras all right Dame wins jess you need to hop in i was i was about to say depending on how this game goes if i'm not a little you know a little you know inebriated after the game you might see me on the after game i don't think you could be sauced up on this one buddy so you better (laughs) we will talk to you monday on ivy nation sports talk
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.